Welcome back to the Final Tackle Podcast, everyone. I'm CJ, and I'm joined as ever by our mainly, um, our very notable manly bloke. His name's Angus. He's joined <laughs> us for a, a plethora of manly guests, and our very special guest today is none other than Wolfman David Williams. Thanks very much for joining us today. This episode is brought to you by our proud sponsor, Gold Coast Trading Cards. They are an authorized TLA trading card dealer, and they are the NRL collector's choice. From box breaks to individual cards they sell thousands of them from the 1960s up until recent 2020s and into the future 2021s coming out next year be sure to get all of your nrl trading card needs at gold coast trading card thanks for having me boys no it's all good Um, pleasure absolute pleasure to meet you (laughs) (laughs) again thank you again yeah again after a few years it's been a while, yes. Um, insert, it's been a while. <laughs> um, so, I mean, let's get started, really. Um, you are oh, brain farting hard. Why does that happen to me? <laughs> um, so, first of all, let's talk with what you're doing these days since retiring. Um, you do little wolfies and all that sort of stuff. Um, can you tell us all about that? Yeah, so um, probably the one main aspect that I took from rugby league was the training. I actually love the training, actually. The games, not so much. Um, <laughs> the but, day after, feeling sore. Uh, 100%. <laughs> I think it was more the way I played during, anyway. <laughs> um, so, yeah, so training was the one thing that I really um, took a shine to. I actually had a few careers beforehand um, through uh, development stuff. Was uh, the, <laughs> I did a test at the Eels. They got a junior development thing that's yep. actually focused on careers. It's called okay. Jets. Um, and accounting. Okay, came oh, up. okay. Yeah, so I did that for a bit, hated it. Uh, went to graphic design. I was gonna, I was gonna mention you did some graphic design from what I saw yeah. on the fan the other day. Graphic design was a thing. Um, didn't finish that and didn't really go into it, but still do that on the side. I actually enjoy that, but not for work. And then training was obviously it's just something that shines. So started flogging other people the way that Donnie Singe <laughs> flogged me. Okay. Did you design the logo on your shirt there? Yes, oh, stands for Wolfman. Yeah. W and then the M. I love it. But then it's also, I like to laugh, no one really knows this, but I call it two strikes. So two X's. <laughs> oh. So first strike and I'm bugging. <laughs> gotcha, gotcha. Now that's awesome. So I, I like thought that. that was funny. Oh, that's fantastic. And it, it could also be like the, the diamond in the middle could like be similar to an O, so it could be World of Wolfman as well. Yes. That's clever. I didn't actually think of that. <laughs> I was looking for a way to do add an O into it. I was going to do like a sun over the top, maybe, or a join up there. Well, the O's actu- in it. That yeah. actually works. It's already there. Why <laughs> oh, blow? No, that's perfect. Um, now let's get stuck into some of your career. You started your juniors with the Hills District Bulls, which is you know notable for Parramatta in particular. Mm-hmm. Um, and you went through the Para Junior system, getting an absolute shocking run of injuries, unfortunately. <laughs> um, tell us about, first of all, your junior days and what were some of the notable injuries that you had before you even made it into the first grade? Oh, yeah, everyone thinks my injury uh, career is extensive with uh, Manly. Oh, even I got worse nothing apparent. on that. No. <laughs> um, the notable ones. I actually bugged my neck before Manly. So I've oh, actually got a, dissect- wow. a disectomy, so I'm missing a disc in my neck. Ooh. That just got pulled out the front. Um, funnily enough... Hasn't been a problem since. Like, oh, I get tight okay. and stuff, but no, so it's fine. Um, well, I'll say a lot of things are fine, but they probably aren't the general scheme <laughs> it, of things. It's fine. It's fine. <laughs> I'm okay. <laughs> I can still run. No um, yeah, so uh, let's run through them. So two hand surgeries. On the same hand or? Same hand. Far oh. out. So they both got done before par- before Manly. Um, 27 subluxations of this shoulder. That was going into my last season, so... Yeah. 07? So 07, yeah. So para, para 07 when Premier League. Um, Made the grand final that year, didn't, didn't they? Yeah, yeah. yeah. So coming around, um, I bugged my shoulder. 
This is the worst thing. I buggered it from bloody surfing. No way. <laughs> at a paracant too. <laughs> oh, so man. it's popped out while I'm surfing. I can't yep. remember if that was the first time. I don't think it was, but I was surfing and literally just paddling into a wave and went yep. dunk. Oh. Not even a wipeout. Yep. Not even a wipeout. Bloody hell. Yeah, my and shoulders then, can do that too. Yeah, exactly. Wow. I think, I don't know if that was the first time, but that happened during that. And then I remember we're playing a game where you got a ball in one hand and mm. then everyone's running around trying to slap the ball out of everyone else. You know mm. what I mean? Like the yep. entire game. And Luke Burt was standing there trying to fight with someone doing that. And he had it at the back. And I literally went to smack the head, smack it. The ball stayed still, but my shoulder went. Oh, That's how weak it was. Wow. Tough ball. Yeah. No, <laughs> tough grip. That's what, that was him. Yeah. So... Like, um, that was how weak it was. And then playing through that year, that was going to be my final year. <clears throat> and I had a horrid run of injuries. The hand was bug- um, buggered from the year before. So Manly almost never saw the true Wolfman. 100%. Oh. So yeah. running through that last year, <laughs> running through that last year, played however many games. I think it was about 20, something like that, running into the finals. We yeah. won a good wicket, going all right. And then got a call from Crusher. Yep, no Crusher, Crusher Cleal. Yeah, yeah Crusher Cleal. Yep. Yeah, mm. so I had nothing going. This was going to be my last year. I was a Garbo at the time as well. So oh, I, was, wow. I was going to finish like and go do that for a bit and maybe do the accounting or um, well, graphic no, design. By or that something? stage, it was graphic design. Okay. So going to do all that stuff and then basically hung up the boots. So I mentally retired. Yeah. Okay. You're like right. I'm ready just for my life after footy. <laughs> Pretty much. Footy's rubbish, so I'm going to go to garbage. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. Exactly right. Good segue. I like it. That's um, what I'm here for. Yeah. <laughs> um, so we've got, so yeah, we're playing, playing through and then Crush gives a call, do you still want to give footy a go? And I said, well, yeah, what's the go? And he goes, come over to Manly for next year. Yep. So I pulled aside Joey Grimer, who was our reserve grade coach. Um, guys might know him, he was a reserve grade, he was the assistant coach for Parrot some, yep. sometime. And I told him the deal and he goes, I said, here's the story. I've either got to keep, my, keep doing what I'm doing and um, you know potentially risk next year. Or I get the surgery now and I'll be sweet come round one yeah, for okay. Manly. Okay. And he literally just goes, Listen, go. Like, you know, you've got to take shots like that. So go get your shit, surgery done. We'll sort shit out with um, with here. We'll see you in preseason sort of thing. And then, no, well, we wouldn't see me again. Because oh, yeah. I was at para. Oh, that's right. So yes. then I was going, yes, he was, the para assist- he was the para coach. That's right. Yeah, yes. yeah. And then, so I would have gone all the way around and then I just would have been playing bed and ready for Manly for preseason. <clears throat> so did that and everything come trumps and they end up winning the grand final anyway. So. Oh. Both sides kind of won. As far and then as you I'm won concerned. the year after, yeah. And then went into 2008 and won that. So. And, yeah, and tangenting into 2008, mate, what a ripper debut season that was. You made the grand final, scored in the grand final, scored three tries for Australia in that year. Um, you know, what an amazing first year in the in the NRL. What was that like for you? It felt like it was the accumulation of all the crap that I went through the previous years. Okay, so yeah. It, but but it, was, it was a wild ride. Like, it, it's the first season. Like again, with first grade, I had a horrid run with injuries three years when I played 20 games. and um, But before that, it was exactly the same. So neck went in when I was 20, uh, 19. 20, I did the hand the first time. 21, the shoulder started. The shoulder, yeah. Then all that kind of stuff happened. And then torn hamstrings, uh, both knees were strapped. I remember actually, this was the funny thing. <clears throat> when we were playing Manly in reserve grade at Para. Um, I just signed and I think it was going to be my last game. So I was going to go out, blow myself out, shoulder went, didn't matter, I was getting surgery the next week. Yeah. And we played Manly. Oh. So Crush is there and the physio's there for Manly as well. And he goes, right, who's this Who's this nuffy you just bought me? And he yeah. goes, that guy over there, <laughs> I have both hands strapped, both shoulders strapped. Can't see the shoulders, but I've got both knees strapped. I've got torpedoes on or like the long skins. Yep. And he's going, what is that? That's a mummy. What'd you buy me? <laughs> So anyway, that was just the funny part to it. But um, yeah, it was the first year I had without injury for 
ages. Wow. And yeah. what a year that was. Yeah, and I only came in at around eight or something like that, and it's the first time I played wing. Yeah, because so, the first choice wing- wingers that year were Robertson and Barney, weren't they? Barney went down with his shoulder around seven. Yeah, and mm. then they called you up. What was it like the day you got the call up saying, hey, you're playing first grade? Um, I don't really remember it that well, but it was um, it was very daunting. We went out to Brisbane. I know oh, that. For the Broncos. Oh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And crush- Brisbane fan right here. Yeah, uh, yeah I'm Broncos fan. <laughs> well, I think they won, so yeah, you're welcome. <laughs> Um, and they, um, Crusher gave me my jersey. So it was the jersey wow, presentation okay. there, which was pretty special considering the history that I had with him. Yeah. And um, it was yeah. kind of like a passing on. It was like of the passing of the colors from him to you, sort of thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I, he was with me at Para. Mm. So he brought, I don't think he brought me in, but like, I don't well, like if anyone him. deserved to give you that jersey, it was. It Crusher. was just cool, Ben, because he's seen me come up from Hills Days. Yeah. So every, from everyone in the room, the only per- other person I really knew was Stranger mm-hmm. from before I was actually there. So him and Crusher were there, and that was pretty cool. Stranger had this big glow on his face. He's <laughs> hilarious. He's great to have in a room if you want a fluffer. I tell you what, he'll pump your tires up, something savage. <laughs> Um, so yeah, so no, that was, um, that was the real cool part. It was just the full season. I mean, I only played 20 games first grade, but I played only, (laughs) well, but I played every game. It was the only season I've ever, uh, it's the only season ever I've played a whole season. Wow. Was I late? Yeah. Wow. Because I played every game reserve grade Mm -hmm. and then, um, cause I was fine for round one and then I played every game going on. Even in 13, when I was at my best, I still bugging my back in round five. So I was still one out. So yeah. So that's, yeah, that's what happens when I can get on the field, I suppose. <laughs> that's so interesting, though. Like, what you could do and the damage you did, not to yourself, but to the opposing teams when you were playing was, like, as, as we all just found out, I am a Broncos fan. But even as a Broncos fan, you were one of the players that I watched, you know? Like, mm. the, there was everyone as a kid, you know, there's, um, you know, players that even though they don't play for your team, you're just captivated by you got to watch every week. And you were one of them. And I'm sure yeah. it was the same for Angus, especially being a Manly fan. What are some of your oh. memories as a kid, Angus, watching Wolfman? <laughs> I, I, I just remember going to my first game at Brookvale Oval was in 2008. And it was Sunday Arvo. Mine and, too. Oh, there you go. <laughs> it might have been the first game you played. <laughs> and I just remember, um, I don't remember much of it. I was only eight or nine years old and what i do remember is you were kind of starting to establish yourself as kind of the first choice winger with um, michael barney out with the injury and you kind of performing really well in his place and the one thing i do remember is the ground announcer always whenever steve menzies had the ball he'd go beaver mm. and then whenever you touched the ball he would go Woo! <laughs> he was good at that i like that ground announcer yeah he was great and um you actually like very quickly due to your whole scruffy kind of look with the mm. long hair the beard you kind of became a real cult classic like super quickly when did you like first start noticing the attention you were getting as kind of a cult hero from the fans um and did you like it <laughs> loved it yeah I, bet. I mean my other nickname was willie so i think it's better than that <laughs> wolfie willie yeah, yeah i think, like I, I think i'll take that one um i mean it kind of just all went hand in hand because it came in the first year and it was or what didn't have time to get used to one separately. Mm. You know what I mean? So first grade and that just kind of combined into one. So it was kind of both all going at once full steam. So it just kind of came with the territory as far as I, con- I was concerned. Yep. Just the attention was still attention from NRL, even though it had the cult maybe part of, about it. Yep. The fact that it had a bit more character character to it as well, instead of just, you know, everyone just wanted to come talk to you about football. I hated football. <laughs> I can't talk. Like, it's, me, it's me job. It's I not can't. Me f- exactly. Yeah. If you think about it that way, I can't talk football. I'm not like, yeah, I'm not a footballer. 
I always just enjoy the athletic part of it and the competitiveness, the competitive side of it. So yeah, it was um, it was actually quite refreshing because then I could just be me, which is basically yeah. a full blown dickhead, <laughs> <laughs> a bloody character. Exactly right, and I mean. <laughs> Jeez, you might not remember, but that beard, good oh, God, it was like... It was out of control. It was bum fluff stuck to my face. <laughs> it was disgusting. You could see my jawline straight through, so it wasn't the best of beards to start with, but it was definitely um, definitely fun with the name. It's definitely matured well, that's yeah, for sure. Yeah, she's matured with age. Yeah. Um, she's got a couple of greys in there now as well, so I think she's trying oh, to get the yeah. wisdom going. And, and speaking of different <laughs> colours, you had the beard pink in 2009. What was, what was that like? And there was a lot of other teammates in the Manly team that year that did their facial hair pink. What was that all about and what was it for? That was for the women in league round. Mm-hmm. Um, Zorba. Zorba was the media manager or I can't remember his title, but he was there and he's just talking about it and what the guys were going to do. And I think Gifty, Robbo and um, Hawley mm. were all on the chopping One of them floor. had pink moustache. That yep. was Hawley. Yep. So Hawley had a little goatee. Um, the boys didn't have much. Yeah. And then they Except just, you. <laughs> yeah. And then they just go, wait, what about you as well? I said, uh, what's it involved? And they go, dye beard pink. <laughs> and it took me a while to find out exactly what the go was. Yeah. But we had a deal with, um, we had a charity deal with King of Shaves okay. to get rid of it at one stage and they were going to give 10 grand to one of my charities. So we lined it up with that. Oh, like Diet Pink. Diet Pink. Then, then it was going to come off. Oh, no. The stupid thing is I made Origin. <laughs> oh. So, and I remember in the photo, so I had the beard pink and I did the mo black because I want to give it some contrast to yeah. look better. And then Holly yep. had his little tickle one and it looked disgusting. <laughs> it did. It looked like filthy. something growing out of his nose. It's a good thing you didn't do it. <laughs> no, exactly. And I said that. I made them all go first or they all wanted to go first. And then I did mine because mine took forever. Yeah. They had yeah. to bleach mine first oh. and then put the pink on top. Did it Where, burn? Did it feel bad? Yes, yeah. done. <laughs> yeah. um, so then I said, oh, we'll make that black. Just uh, just trust me. Yeah. So it worked out. Anyway, so we played Penrith that night, made Origin the following Wednesday, had the photo. <laughs> no, made it on Tuesday. Had the photo on the Wednesday. Yep. And I still didn't have time to dye it black because there had to be a new plan now because yeah. I was just going to get rid of it, keep it pink till I got rid of it. Yeah. And then, um, yeah, that happened. So then I'm in the photo and i got a pink beard in my Origin photo. <laughs> And I remember Hainsey turning around and just going, you're a dickhead. I said, what? And he goes, you just ruined everyone's origin photo because you got a pink beard. I said, fucking it's just fu-. shining. I said, send it to me. I'll Photoshop it out. So I just made it better. Yeah, ex- exactly right. So you need a bit of contrast. Cyan, magenta, they both go. Yeah. Um, so yeah, so that was the funny part of that. And then dyed it black for origin and then got rid of it two weeks after with the uh, charity. Yeah, fair. And there was one year, because I was watching the fan episode with you and Vossi, mm. um, where Robbo absolutely just blitzed your face with a razor after the grand final and you got to call up for Australia. Yes. What was that like going for the photo? Sorry, going for the photo up afterwards and, you know, getting it shaved after a, you know, there was a few bloody cuts on your face by the looks. I don't remember the team photo. I don't even know if I got one, but I remember the headshot. And the and mullet. I, I've still got the mullet. <laughs> that was the thing. So he attacked me on the night. No, it would have been the day after. Something like that. Day two or three. And he's gone, I've had enough of this shit coming. And he just started jabbing me. Oh. Just straight like that. So he got he got just like a couple of little rim marks around the jaw and that. And were you deep into the like the celebrations at that point when he was Yeah, doing this so was um, Day three of the bender. Yeah, that oh no, nah, he was pretty accurate actually. Oh yeah, not yeah, bad. just rough. <laughs> anyway, I, I had some fun with it because I took the razors, I took the um, the clippers, and then ended up attacking uh, Jamie Lyon and gave him a mohawk. <laughs> and then, and then we hit on him for a couple of days. So he had this mad mohawk going on. Oh, it was disgusting. It was awesome though. Beauty. I loved it. Yeah, 
anyway, so I did that. And then <clears throat> I had a look at myself in the mirror just to see what he'd done. I actually had to clean it up. Mm. So that's probably why it was... And you, you got a hack job and a mullet for your Australian photo. Well, yeah, exactly. So <laughs> then I cleaned it up the face and then it just looked disgusting because it looked like my chin was about that bloody wide. Yeah, so yeah. I got nah, get rid of this. Started to clean up the sides. And I was in there for a little bit, just cutting my own hair and stuff. And I did all the front. And I thought, oh, bugger it. I need a, need a beer. Dropped them, went back out. Clippers disappeared, so I just left it. <laughs> so I ended up with a mullet and a shaved head, uh, shaved face. And that's how everything happened when it uh, got announced the next day. Oh, yeah. The pinnacle of sex appeal. <laughs> <laughs> Mate, now now yeah. all the kids are doing the mullet. Maybe and, it was the yeah, start of it. I was going to say, speaking of mullets, you did the mullets for mental health last year. And I did as well. What was it like, you know, shaving your head into a mullet again after a few years? Uh, not too pleasing considering I didn't have much to go with. Yeah, so, neither did I. <laughs> yeah, if I had the same length of what I did that time, it would have looked a lot sweeter. Yeah. But it's good fun. I like that. Um, you know, not taking things too seriously and just mm. finding something that everyone can get around. I mean, I don't know where the mullets came from or who started neither it. Neither do I, but, but it was great. Oh, it's fantastic. Oh, some and of the, Mahe Fanoa's mullet is amazing. If anyone has seen it, we'll pop an image up of it right now in the episode. Mm. Anyone who's not seen his mullet needs to. It is... You, in his earlier days in Melbourne at the Storm and coming through the ranks, you saw his mullet at its baby and it grow <laughs> into something absolutely glorious. Who is your favourite celebrity mullet to look at? Oh, I don't... Uh, I'm not sure, but one that I did encounter recently was Chris Hicks. Oh, So we had a golf day probably two months ago <laughs> mm. and he had a perler. Oh. Like I'm talking straight out of Miami Vice from the oh, 80s. Like, bloody hell. Yeah, perfect trim at the top. Like he's got the hairline. He looked like he had the, um, almost like the, the front should have been a, um, oh, what am I looking for? What's that crook? It's a crew cut. Yeah. Yeah, it looked like he had like a crew cut at the front and then just the back was just wavy. Oh, like noodles. Oh, yeah, exactly. And it went all the way down like his back to at least like the mid. And he just, yes. yeah. And then he had, he's got a little bit of a mo going and he yep. had the um the yellow sunnies on, the aviators. <laughs> yeah. Mate, he looked a treat. So it, that's definitely the one that's burnt in my brain. No, that's oh, fair. And speaking of golf, you said you, um you know, you're at a golf day. Is there any sports that you like to do for recreation since finishing up with rugby league? Ice hockey. Oh, okay. Mm. Thought I'd send you with a few ice hockey jerseys on on yeah. your Insta. The Mighty Drunks. <laughs> That's it. That's right. I've seen a couple of posts about that. Yeah, so it's a beer league not far from here, actually. It's down at um, Mascot. Okay. I don't know. Um, I know how to get there, though. And it's, it's based, <laughs> That's all that matters. That's all that matters. It's off Gardner's Road. Um, it's called the Ice Zoo. That's right. Um, and if you've ever been to an ice hockey rink like a full size, it'd be about a third. Yeah. This would be a third of it. Oh, okay. And the... the um, the fences or whatever you call them, about like literally probably about three foot shorter than they should be. <laughs> so you hit one, you're going over. Yeah. And you're not supposed to. They're Ooh. supposed to be like right up to here. Yeah. So it's good fun, especially when you don't know how to skate or stop. <laughs> so I had to, took a few stacks there, played a couple of years until my back finally went again. Um, but yeah, we won the trophy one year. So the Mighty Drunks, through and through. Beauty. Look it up, beer, league, uh, beer Ginners. Beer Ginners? Beer Ginners. That's anyone a great want, name. Anyone want, yeah, exactly. Anyone want to get in it, it's... Um, Beginner rules, mm. obviously. I think they've got a freshman league now as well. So they help you train, they help yep. you build you up, and you get on the piss the whole time. So it's and speaking of beers, what beer. is your current beer of choice? Can't go past the local, Modus. Okay. Um, I'm up at Narrabeen, so they're not far from me. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, I've been, <laughs> I've been in that place probably way too many times, but no, <laughs> they've definitely got my uh, got my flavor going. No, that's fair. Pardon? We know where to find you. You then. do know where to find me. Yeah. <laughs> if you're not at the, at the um, beer league, you're at... Um, Modus. Modus, yes. Yeah. Angus, mate, do you have any uh, topics to bring up with uh, David? Oh, well, you know, um, I was just thinking because you, um, 
in the off season was that the 2008 off season when you just did the whole clean shaven and the mullet thing because um yes. i don't know if you know but there's a video game on the little playstation portable called rugby league challenge mm. and it's got like um when you do a season it's got every team member of every team like a portrait of them and i remember getting it on my psp like ages ago and i was looking through the manly team and i it came to you and it was little fresh-faced um no beard kind of that's clean not, cut mullet that's not kind cool. of thing yeah, how, they how had, dare they, they that's had that photo not cool. in the game and i'm like that's not david williams they didn't tell me that <laughs> actually i think i've seen that and it looked like chris bailey yeah a little bit yeah and he was in the team at the time yeah, as well 2009 yeah damn nah. Yeah. Now, speaking That's of 2011, fun. there was another year for the Manly Seagulls won the grand final. Unfortunately, you broke your neck in what is infamously known as the Battle of Brookvale game. Mm, I missed that. You I missed. Got taken off before. It. You did. You oh. did, which is very unfortunate. Um, and obviously, everyone loves to hate Melbourne before they hate Manly, as anyone knows who's not a um, Melbourne fan. Billy Slater. Um, obviously, he held you there once you'd you know. Um, broken your neck to anyone who's listening you broke your neck in that sort of tackle um what was it like you know talking through like with billy and stuff during that moment in that after that tackle um so it all happened pretty quick mm. i i've actually looked back at a few replays i used to do it way more than i thought <laughs> i dropped my head and i drove low yep. and i ran into um to quinny oh okay yep and um hit him straight in the chest and what's happened is my head's gone just all the angles just came together to yeah. just completely screw it um, I've hit him there, so my head's dropped. Yeah, it's just like compressed into my neck. Yeah, okay. And everyone kept falling over each other, like Hoffy was on me as well. Yep, yep. Basically, I ended up on top of um Billy because in Billy's he, lap, yeah, because he's trying to hold up the wall and that. And I had just had this massive burning sensation all the way down from my neck all the way down my right arm. Yep. So I thought I had a stinger. Yeah, mm. yeah. All right. And if you don't know what that is, it's when you stretch the nerves out in your neck. It's, yeah, it's fine. You shake it off and you keep keep playing. So I thought I had that and it just burnt like hell. So I just held myself like this. Yeah, I remember seeing the footage. Of yeah, so as long this, as yeah. I kept my arm still, I'd be sweet. And yep. then I just like looked up, saw Billy and I said, oh, you don't fucking move. Yeah. And he's like, they're like he's like looking at me trying to skate out and said, no, 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 no. Just like, don't move. And he's like, he knew what was going on yeah. then or something you, serious. I, you can see in the footage that he genuinely like knew. And I think that's a thing that um, a lot of people may not realize is that even though, yes, you guys are going up against each other, maybe even a massive rivalry that turned out to be later that game, <laughs> that you guys are just footy players and you're looking out for each other, even though you're opponents. Um, what was that like, you know, when you were saying, look, don't fucking move? Um, what was the process and all that after you broke your neck? Um, yeah, just to build up your point, like you bash the shit out of everyone, but that's half the fun. Yeah. You know what I mean? No one wants, you want to con continue to bash it. Yeah. Up. You don't want to break anyone completely. Oh, so, God, no. and then always when head injuries, neck injuries come about, everyone just stops yeah. like straight away. Um, so yeah, no, he looked down, saw what was going on. And then, um, someone held my head as he slid out. So like everything was all, all, all gravy after that. And I yeah. actually thanked him after it. Cause you know, it, it was more that he heard yeah listen exactly compared to how loud the crowd so was so much shit going on and yeah. then all he had to do was flick the wrong way and I thought it was a stinger at the time which yeah. you know just is just the shoulder but looking back if it was a if it slipped something the wrong way then it's uh it's cake so yeah you didn't hear like a pop or a crack or anything when it happened it was just like yeah. oh no I've just yeah kind of like some, something like that but again it's all collision stuff you know mm, yeah. and like I thought I could have cracked something in my shoulder collarbone something like that but yeah so then um, <clears throat> it wasn't until Everything was protocol until mm. we got to the hospital. So yep. the worst part was getting carried off with a stinger yeah. in my head. <laughs> yeah, you're like, like this is 
bullshit. I'm never going to live this down. <laughs> so get carried Lucky off. it was a broken neck then. Yeah, it was like, sweet. Thank God I could face sweet. training again. I got some street cred now. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, so anyway, so we got carried off. No, uh, Ambos and that come. They just go, listen, we're treating this like your neck's bugging. So yeah. just, just, I'm glad they did. Yeah, and they just go, listen, we just got to do it. Even if you say it's a stinger, we're just going through the whole thing because everything's speaking to the same. Yeah. So I'm like, yep, sweet, no worries. Going to the Ambos, um, back to the hospital. And it wasn't until we had the x-ray and goes, yeah, mate, you've broken your neck and that all hit. <laughs> now, when they told you you'd broken your neck, was the first part... Yes, I can face training again. Or was it, <laughs> damn, what what do I do now? Well, it was, <laughs> fuck, I don't think I can train again. Yeah, okay. So we didn't know the level at the time. Okay. Or they didn't tell me the level at the time. They just said, mate, you're breaking your neck. So I'm, yeah, going through that kind of shit and dealing with that. And then, lo and behold, um, it wasn't as complicated as um, what it could have been. Mm-hmm. Um, it was a... It was a hairline fracture, so to speak. So it's definitely something broken, but everything was still intact. It okay, wasn't displaced. Yeah. So lucky. Yeah, very lucky. So the one that broke was the stuff that holds on to all the nerves that go around to the shoulder. Oh, okay. Which is why that's the why you got the stinger. Yeah. Exactly right. Oh. So so it ended up being okay um, in a neck brace for the rest of the year, um, and then started training again the next year. Yeah. Damn. What year was that? Eleven. Yeah. 12, yeah. Twenty eleven. Yeah. Twelve. 2011, so you would have come in. End up playing. Yeah. End up playing. Made round one. Wow. So August twenty five. Um, was that one and you wouldn't believe it so round sorry it might have been August 25 it was in August round 25 I did my neck yep following year round 25 I did my knee oh spewing that's no shit <sighs> yeah you also have a brother John he um, you know played a fair bit of NRL as well what was it like obviously he's your older brother you know you looked up to him what was it like seeing look he made it I did. was it like I can make it too or was there always that competitiveness against each other when you were kids or there's always the competitiveness. I don't think I ever really gave a crap <laughs> if um, if he made it, then I could make it, so to speak, or vice versa. You just want to go out there and just do your best and bash yeah. as many people as you could, so to speak. <laughs> um, so, like, you know, it was great when he made it, but I remember him going through a shit time at Para. Mm. He played, I remember thinking, I think he played one game or two, two at Para under Brian Smith, and um, he... What did he do? He scored two tries on debut. Oh, wow. He replaced Guru for a, for a day oh. or something like that. Yep. And... Um, he came up to him and said, great game, but you'll never play here again. Oh, spewing. Yeah, so it's a bit, it's a, it just goes to show the business side of things. Yeah, it does. The one thing I hate when people call it, say there's no loyalty in the game, it's a crock of shit. Mm. You, lo- you should be loyal to yourself and loyal to your teammates at the time. And they're going to treat you like a business, so it's the same thing. So he was a journeyman because of that. Mm. So he went over the chooks. Yep. Um, he went through three stages. What was it? I felt sorry for the poor bugger. Mm. He went to three clubs under one coach. And then each coach got sacked or had to quit. While he was oh. there. Chris Anderson had that heart attack. I yeah. I don't remember that. He went yep. there for Chris. Yep. And then he had a heart attack or the other way around was sticky. Mm. And then he went to another place under one coach and then he got fired. So then, yeah, it just ended up being a raw. What a shit run. It just run. ended up being a raw trot for him. Do you feel um, kind of privileged in that sense that you got to spend your whole career at the same club? Yeah, I would have loved to spend all my career at Para. Um, <laughs> but... I'm not going back to live at Para. No. <laughs> so Were you a Para good. fan growing up? No, I was Canberra. Oh, okay. Yeah, favorite color was green, and my, so I had some Rellos living in Canberra, so we went down there a fair bit. But I, um, <laughs> it sounds very fickle, but I sent it down. We actually knew they knew the priest of the team. Okay. So we, I sent down a jersey to get signed, and I had signed by Brett Mullins. Oh, wow! And someone came back and said, um, which was awesome. That's all I wanted because I had the one on the back as well. Yeah. And um, he, someone said, "Oh, do you want the rest of the team to sign it?" I said. 
oh yeah, why not? Yeah. <laughs> I was six years old, eight years right. old at the time, yeah. something like that. He never came back. The jersey. Yep. Oh. So then, just nah, stuff yeah, no more Canberra. Yeah. And then Fuck. I didn't care ever since that. I followed Para while the boys were playing because we used to go mm. down there every Saturday night just watch everyone. And then after that, just was whatever. Yeah, that's fair. I was going to say, it makes sense you're a Raiders fan because you got the Viking look about you. <laughs> I didn't back then. Manly. Oh, of course. Actually, no, I did. I had, yeah, I had a beard all the way up until for through Parra, as long as I could grow one. Yeah. yeah. Far out. The brothers always used to give me shit at Paramaris for growing a little bump up. He goes, until you grow a beard, keep shaving. Well, I don't know if you noticed, but I uh, actually haven't shaved for a few months. And I was going to shave last week. In fact, I haven't shaved since last year. <laughs> Terrible. Um, <laughs> you could say that. Um, Jesus. And I was going to shave last week because I was just getting Don't sick you of dare. it. And I, I just thought, I heard the news. I heard you were coming on the potty. And I thought, you know what? I'm going to keep it. And I'll then I told him, wouldn't it be atrocious if you came clean shaved and he had his beard? Mate, that would be hilarious, <laughs> but I would never do that. I know, I'm glad. I, I'm you should glad have done it and one. stitched him up. That would have been funny. I'm glad you didn't let him know. Well, I, I, the reason why I wanted to keep it is because you're, you're a beard connoisseur. You're famous for having a beard. And I was wondering if I could get an official Wolfman beard rating. What do you think? Mm. See, what's the system? I've never had to rate one before. Let's go fullness. You know, like how much beard? Should I take the headphones off too? Yeah. Yeah, give me the full tilt. You know what? Lose the hat. Is it tucked into the ponytail? It is, yeah. yeah, Get the hair out of it. There we go. Okay. So you got to go for the full deal. Okay. <laughs> Mate, that is very much up there. Yeah, yeah very, very much wild. up there. A little bit of ginger in there. I like a bit of ginger. Yeah, yeah, good yeah. structure. Hey, nice little gaps here too, which is what you want. A little bit of distinguishedness. You got that as well. Oh, I had to cut them in though. Yeah. <laughs> well, these are natural. Yeah, <laughs> nice. No, mate, I'll give you. I'll give you. Oh, I'm gonna give you something to work towards. So I'll give you an eight. Eight out of ten. I'll give you an eight. I'm happy with that. I want you to get to a ten though. Get a bit of length on that, and you'd be good to go. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm bloody stoked with that. I'm more than hey. happy with that. I was afraid I'd come put in the fertilizer in there. And get it growing. <laughs> yeah, I'll get, get the beard oil. The, yeah, yeah, those 100%. beard oils, those essential oils, that cream and stuff. Yeah, I was so worried. I thought you'd just take one look at me and say, "No, that's fucking shit." Man. That's get not a beard. It. Shave it off as soon as you get home. The like, that's not a beard. This you is deal a with, beard. Deal with what you got, and you're looking alright. And the hair, oh, the hair brings it home. No, it does, does, doesn't it? She's a whole package deal, you know. I based my whole look off you, so. I'm glad I what, got the it ginger approved. part. Yeah. Well, that just came naturally. I didn't even know I was running it downstairs. So. <laughs> downstairs on the beard area, I should. Oh, say. I was going to say, yeah, let's yeah. let's reference that. <laughs> oh, um, let's go to some fun questions as we're on the on the roll. How do you like your steak? I don't. You don't? No. Huh? I um I went vegan. In, oh, sorry. No, that's okay. Oh. I went vegan in sixteen. Okay. And then vegetarian and pescatarian. Wow. Probably for the last two years. Shit, sorry, I didn't, I didn't know. So I don't how care. how do you like you your just... tofu then? Huh? I like a tofu. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I'm still not sure how to bloody cook that. <laughs> um, I will tell you this though. In 13, I used to eat raw meat. No way. Yeah. Like raw steak, raw chicken. Yeah. Don't say raw no, chicken. No, no. Thank fuck. Oh, so we did, it, we did this thing. So 13 is what will always be my best year. Okay. Even, even though we lost the grand final and I played like shit. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. What was that? Oh, we had a little oh, bet. A little I was bet. like, which year do you reckon you'd say was your best? I, I was, re- I reckon it was 08, but you said it was 13. I said nah. 2013. Yeah. You said 2013? Yes. Yeah. It was, my, it. it was my best uh, physically and performance-wise. Okay. For me, anyway. So, um, and it's actually what I end up basing the rest of my... Um, Life off. Pretty much, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, with the training and stuff. Um, <clears throat> so, we, I went and saw this trainer. So, 10, I did my shoulder. Um, the... Captain's run before round one. So that was after coming off a shit year in 09. I was in and out with hamstrings and also popping my shoulder. Didn't have to get it fixed. Went all the way around. Had a good preseason. I was 96 kilos. Wow. So I put on five. Um, (laughs) Gifty used to laugh at me because he would go on with bucket ass. He used to be spinning around or 
hypnotizing him. Yep. Um, so anyway, so I went all the way around and just popped it in a in a warm up game before round one. So that whole year was off. Twenty uh, eleven, you then break your neck. Break the neck. That the rest of our year was off. Um, going around and then did twelve. Did my knee. knee. Yep. Your knee. Done that again. So and, and again, referencing back to earlier in the, in the chat, um, these are all the injuries just in your first grade, and you did twice that many of the eels. It's crazy to think about that, and you know that's it's just crazy to think about that you've got so many injuries and yet. You know, you're still going strong. You know, mm. sorry to interrupt. <laughs> no, no, you're fine. Um, so yeah, so I did all that, and then basically my contract was I had the first two years. Mm-hmm. So that was '09. <clears throat> Got re-signed pretty early in '09. Thank God, because I played like crap the rest of the year. <laughs> um, and then got three years with a one-year extension. Oh, yep, yep. And here's my three years: ten, no games; eleven, sixteen games. Yep. Other way around: twelve games, because in and out with a hamstring with yeah. the whole year. Yep. Mm. Literally, I did mine. He'd come in, he'd do his, I'd be ready. Yeah. And it was literally- It's like a proper job shift. Mate, it was. <laughs> shift work. Um, so anyway, so one was 16, one was 20, one was 12. So you got yep. 24 games over three years. And then I had to. T- I took up the option of, of, with obvious reasons. Otherwise, mm. we'll get shafted. Yeah. So we've come around the year. I've done my rehab from the knee that time. And my manager introduced me to this guy called Sean Carolyn. Okay. Um, you might remember all that crap that came out with the Roosters. Yes. Yeah. That was to do with him. Um, wasn't it? What is? It, wasn't his fault. I got okay. drug tested about sixteen times that year. Okay. Fine. Okay. Like they all just said shit to do with GHD and all that crap. GHD. Mm. No, that's a hair straightener. Yeah, I was gonna say <laughs> human growth hormone. That one. HGH. That one. Yeah. Anyway, so he taught me this philosophy about <clears throat> you know everything's got a frequency. It's all about energy. So if you've got an apple and you pick it from a tree. Right, so it's greatest frequency. Right, you turn it into applesauce, it's going to be crap. Yeah, and all the stages in between there. So you take the same philosophy with food. Eat raw food; it's going to have its greatest frequency and all that kind of stuff. Okay, it's going to have its best resonance with your body. Yeah, exactly right. Gotcha. So then we took that philosophy and he started giving me raw meat to eat. So I okay. started doing all that, yeah. and then you have different kinds of food, different kinds of meat to see which ones actually your body can handle. Mine was chicken; mm-hmm. I couldn't handle it. Get like head- get headaches and stuff. Yep. So then you start eating all the raw stuff and just cook stuff every now and then. But that's where I took that from. So the whole year wow. was just, I would have been half a cow, the amount I ate. <laughs> Far out. And, and just literally raw, raw food, raw meat, a little bit of um, citrus on it yep. just to get rid of the bacteria stuff. And then you have it with salads and whatever. Wow. And so tr- contrast and compare really from raw meat to veganism. Yeah. What was the switch like that? What was the you know notable differences other than no meat? Um, to, to be honest, um, not much changed, but I really wish I did it and still kept the same level of fitness. Okay. So post-career, I had two surgeries, um, one on the shoulder again and then one on the face. And um, can you tell? No. Boys? No. Nah. <laughs> I was going to say, you look very Hemsworthy. <laughs> <laughs> um, so yeah, so I had to get that done. And basically... I didn't keep up my fitness at all okay. for a couple of years. And Shit. so I couldn't really give a contrast. Okay. So I went from 13 doing this stuff and was physically fit, um, pound for pound better than I've ever been. Yeah. Um, and then you, there was no alcohol involved at all that year. And then you go- Unfortunately for you. Huh? <laughs> Unfortunately. Well, mate, it was fantastic. I actually, well, sorry, I got, went on the piss once because we were allowed to go away. We had a buy. Okay. We yeah. had four days off. So my trainer, Sean, just goes, listen, get the, get the hell out of town. No rugby league, no whatever. Do whatever the hell you want. Yeah. All right. As soon as you come back Monday, we're on again. Yeah. So Mrs. took me to Fiji. And I oh, got, nice. I oh, polished off some duty free stuff along yes. the way. Oh, I bet. And it worked a treat. Like <laughs> cheap, cheapest drunk I've ever been. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah. So to, and then um, 
yeah, went through the whole year of that. And so you had ve- that compared to the veganism, I didn't really have the training around that. Okay. So I couldn't tell you that my performance was better. Okay. So yeah, it's a bit bit hard, but I mainly did it for um, massive animal fan. Um, mm. So and it found a bit contradictory or sorry hypocritical mm. to um, to do that and then still eat animals. So I don't know. It's um it's definitely more aware of just where my food's coming from. Okay. Yeah. Um. So it's all based around that. No, that's fair. Um, obviously tangenting into the um end of 2013, the grand final, unfortunately, um, was definitely not a, a, a good point, but it was definitely a stellar season for you regardless. Um, and then into 2014, there was a bit of a debacle with the TAB. Can you tell us about yourself, the man behind those moments? Um, <clears throat> so starting with 13, had a great year um, physically and everything like that. The one thing which I've only just worked out recently, actually, it mm-hmm. took me a while to actually put a um, put a... A label or whatever, okay. or what the hell happened? Um, just wasn't mentally ready. Okay, a lot of other stuff for the grand final loss to you. Mean, it wasn't. Or? Yeah, no, just that performance. Um, okay, a couple of things happened in the game. A couple of things were going on outside the game, and it just, yeah, it just wasn't. I don't know what was going on, but basically, I remember just a couple of things just started to sink into my head. Okay, I just wasn't myself. Okay, so it was almost like after the gra- after the game, walked back into the sheds, and I kind of like woke up, and it all just hit me. You're a bit dissociative during the game, would you say, sort of thing? A little bit, yeah. Okay. Just definitely wasn't myself. Okay. So and like my performance definitely showed that. I would. I don't think I got a stain on my jersey mm. the whole time. So very disappointing to go through a year like that and <coughs> to do everything I did because I. I went to with this Sean fellow. I went to training with Manly. Then I'd drive into the city and train with him for two hours. Oh, wow. And then do all the food stuff outside of that. Yeah. So it was full on, but it's the best I've ever done. And it's actually why I became a trainer. Okay. It's because of him, because okay. of what he did. Because everything I've learned about uh, rehabilitation and back stuff, and like my back's ruined. <laughs> That's not, That wasn't even a surgery anyway. Yeah. So that put me up for a lot as well. Um, that... Um, all that rehabilitation stuff I learned after football. Yeah. Because no one's no one was teaching it at the time or my snapped hamstrings, like I'd turn my hamstring off the bone as well. Oh. And everyone's just going, no, your hamstrings are fine. Toughen up, kind of shit. Oh, and yeah. it was coming from a back. Yeah. Back's rotated, hamstrings taut, got nowhere to go. Okay. So like all this kind of stuff just led into that. So um, yeah, going back to the grand finals is very disappointing to not have the reason enough to get over all that other shit just to go for myself because mm-hmm. yeah I don't know. it's yeah it's still working it out i suppose okay. but it's just disappointing to go through everything i did through that year given it was a stellar year hell. yeah exactly right and then just not take the biscuits just because you had something creep into your head yeah so it comes into a lot of mindset st- stuff as well which mm. i'm learning about so i can teach some kids as well coming up through the grades and that kind of thing no that's good to hear well the lowest of lows in the 2013 grand final but like you said that season you would consider it to be a personal best right yes and um it really culminated in a game i went to the prelim final against south sydney oh, what a game and so that should have been the grand final hey that was that would have hey, been great that was worthy of a grand final <laughs> that game, in my opinion as a manly fan even as a non-manly fan what a game and Four, an individual game by yourself as well 14 yeah. nil down came back scored 30 something unanswered points including one of in my opinion not even as a manly fan as yeah, an unbiased okay. rugby league fan sure one of the <laughs> I don't greatest... think there's any such thing when you're wearing that much kit <laughs> I know I... do you want me to take my shirt off <laughs> no <laughs> well talking about the carpet match and the drapes I said <laughs> 
<laughs> we'll see when the cameras are off. Um, <laughs> oh. But um, yeah, speaking of that game, you scored one of the greatest finals tries of all time. Oh, we'll pop it in the video in the episode right here so you guys can watch it now. Continue, Angus. Yeah, <laughs> and um, I know that you still relive it because I saw you post it on your Instagram recently. But what was it like in that moment on such a big stage qualifying for the grand final, um, getting a pretty crap pass from, was it DCA? Best, worst pass you? ever. <laughs> yeah. If you pass it on my chest, I'm going out. <laughs> Yeah, absolutely. So you had to turn around, catch it. Well, catch talk it us through the whole movement. Yeah. Um, yeah. So going back to Sean as well. So with the training <laughs> that we used to do, now you'll, you'll figure this out. This is this is the funny part to yeah. it. So we did a whole thing about spinning and hanging upside down and all that kind of oh, stuff wow. to work on peripherals and yep. um, proprioception. So we're doing nonstop spins, lunges into 360s, 180s, hanging upside down, flipping up and all that kind of stuff and balancing on balls and all kinds of different um, aspects. That whole common, um, whatever you want to call it, collection of all that work yeah. over nine months was that one try. Oh, how good. Because <laughs> spinning around, knew where I was, grabbed the ball, turning around, changed hands, and then to put it down oh, with, mate. with no one to keep my hips up. And it was like, he called, I called him after. I said, so those spins work. He goes, no shit. <laughs> <laughs> I, I love the commentary on that try too. Where, mm. um, Sterling all, was adamant you, it was no try. He was yeah. like, you got your hips out. All like, Rab's all the way. Dobie, yeah, Rab's was like, don't be too sure. Yeah. I think he's in. And it turns out you were. And Stiller was like, oh, you're right, Rab's. Mm. That was beauty. I, I remember being there that night. And Wasn't we that were, a match winner as well? No, um, no Tom no, Simon no, scored no. one later on no, the no, charge no. down. I think um, we were ahead by that stage. And someone said someone said that. They go... I didn't realize what it stage it was or what I like, all of that kind of stuff. And they said, oh, I didn't I didn't win the game or anything like that. And someone said, no, but you put the nail in the coffin. Yeah. And then, then Tommy went over after that. So that's yep. when we knew we had him. Because I think it was like 18-14 when you scored that try. Yeah, something like that. So it like really helped put Souths to the sword. Mm. And, and was, your your mother is a Souths fan. Yeah. And it was in front <laughs> of... household. <laughs> oh, divided household. Dad and him and his sister and his mum are Souths fans. Oh, wow. Yeah, me, me and dad, Manly. Yeah. My mum and my sister, Souths. Extended family, all Souths as well. When my mum married my father, she actually had to make an apology to her family saying, <laughs> sorry for marrying a Manly fan. My missus um, was given one rule by her old man. Mm. He's a Tigers fan. No, sorry, Magpies. Okay, yeah. Magpies yep. Yeah, and he goes, so he got two girls growing up and um, he gave him one rule. Don't bring a footballer home. And, okay. And oh. definitely not a manly, manly bloke oh, as well. Yeah, whoops. <laughs> so I can't walk Break that rule. Well, by the time I proposed, I said, well, I'm definitely not a footballer and I don't play for manly anymore. So I think I'm all right. Man. Okay, yeah, fair. Yeah. Retire. You're, you're just a PT now. Yes, exactly Exactly right. No, no rugby league at all. No. Yeah. And speaking of your PT stuff, how is those businesses going and what are they called? And give it a plug. Cool. Um, so, yeah, I'm just working on doing some PT stuff at the moment. That's under Wolfman Workouts. Mm-hmm. And then I've got a couple of programs that all rely on fitness. So I've got uh, the kids, which I do three to five-year-olds at daycares. Basically just a run around. I yeah, love nice. it. I get to act my age. Yes. Um, so that's called Little Wolfies. And uh, we work on um, active play programs and basically combining animals. That's where that comes from. Animals yep. and fitness and putting them together into a game that they can all relate to and mimic at home. So if you've got like jumps, you turn them into frog games. Yeah. Um, chasing people it's leopards yep not leopards cheetahs yep leaping leopards um and then yeah and then i've got another program going at the moment called wolfletics where i'm working that's a cool name yeah so that's what i wanted to start with when i first retired i'm like i want to take everything sean taught me and what i learned in that 13 year and apply it to kids these days or what i learned after football to fix my back and stuff like that um to give the kids so then they've got that base 
So out. if they know what you know now, going into that sort of stuff, hundred percent. Yeah. And the one thing I've worked out is if I was that age, would I listen to me now? Would you though? <laughs> <laughs> so that's where the psychology part came in. Yep. While I'm working on the mindset, which is why I've been able to work on my own development, which uh, with those games and those losses and all that kind of stuff, because I hated my career from all the way through. Wow. Um, still dealing with a couple of bit of it, but that's how it all works. Yeah. And, like people see that in different aspects, and it's all perspective. So all that's coming through. So yeah, so to teach those kids um, that kind of stuff is um, where I wanted to start. And it was only through chance, through my missus, that she knew a um, childcare runner. Okay. And said, I need something different. You'd be great. Come in. And I just basically winged it for Little Wolfies for the first two weeks until I made that. Wow, that's so, so yeah. good. Um, good. Angus, do you have anything else you want to chinwag with him about while I check the list, see if there's anything else? So um, at the start of 2014, um, it was kind of in that off-season dark period after the grand final before the start of the year. You kind of found yourself in a little bit of hot water um, with a few things you did with the tab. Can you just um, give us your point of view of that situation? And obviously it was kind of sensationalised by the NRL media and Channel 9 and Channel 7 and all that. But um, we, what was it like for you at that moment? Um, so, yeah, so we came into um, the start of 14 and we had promos and stuff like that and fan days and things and with media and that. And I was still cop and flack for the year before mm. uh, which is fair enough I mean I played like shit I know that I don't give a fuck what everyone else says though but anyway <laughs> so all that's happening and then <clears throat> my manager calls me and I don't know what stage this is at I think I played a couple of games that year mm-hmm. um, so it would have been about April maybe yep it was coming into Origin actually it was right around Origin because this is how it all played out okay so he calls me in and um, he goes you've been up to trouble lately <laughs> I said no I haven't been out why and he goes we've been called in for a meeting mm. a secret one and it can only be one of a couple of things. So he's thinking, I got in a fight, I'm mm. on drugs, or and we had to try and work it out. Mm. I said, nothing, like figure it out. And he just goes, you you been on a punt? I said, oh, I had a bit of a flutter, why? And he goes, that's probably it. So anyway, so we worked that out and we went in for okay. the meeting. So at least went in prepared, ready to, you know, say what you needed to say. Oh, we didn't say anything. Oh. So you walked in there and then they basically just go, is this your account? They basically went through all, like it was a mobile one, mm. sporting bet, something like that. And they went through all the accounts and just literally went through all your bets and just mm. like target all the ones with rugby league, which I thought was fishy. I didn't think yeah. you could do that as a That's privacy policy. Yeah. Anyway, they thought it was sweet. So they went through all that and they found like rugby league bets and stuff. Um, not one of them was match fixing at all. It wasn't a manly game or anything, no. No. Wow. Well, I bet on myself as a leading <laughs> try scorer. That was the one that came to hey, life. you won it. <laughs> not really. I drew with two others. Oh, and not for And they divided it in three too. Oh. So they didn't get the full payout. <laughs> You laugh about it now, but oh. um, yeah, so that all happened. And what the dealing with it was, like to be called a scandal is a crock of shit. It is, yeah, 100%. Mm. Yeah, I got sacked for the rest of the year. I think I got longer than the Sharks. That's bitch. Holy fuck. Same Sorry, it's, I, I, I know. Year. Yeah. Same year. Fuck. So yeah, so... Um, Fucking raw end of the deal. That's what I thought. So anyway, we did, um, it got released and it was around Origin or something like mm. that. So <clears throat> there you go. I asked... Who, whoever it was at the time, like, when's this getting released? Yeah. And they go, oh, it be tomorrow. I'm like, okay. So, told my mum. Yep. Mum's like a sieve. She told half my family. <laughs> yeah. I've got 52 cousins. So, oh. you can see how far that would have went. Yeah. Anyway, so, I told her because I didn't want, I told her and my old man because I didn't want them to find out off the media. Yeah, of course. Um, and then they decide, oh, no, we're not going to release it because of Origin. So, it <sighs> comes out on Origin anyway. <laughs> so, just all of absolute debacle. I didn't get to tell anyone else. Oh, fuck. And then, um, 
the best That's a shit goal from the them. Be, the best part was is we trained at a trained at the academy um, in Narrabeen, mm. and you're not allowed on there unless you got approval because there's kids on there. Yeah. And lo and behold, there's cameras all the way walking around, all that kind of stuff, trying to fish out a word because they've found out. Yeah, mm. they've got word of it. Yeah. I mean, like seriously, you're trying to hold a secret meeting, and then the media and knows trying to keep it secret. Yeah. Media knows <laughs> next day. Crooked Bloody shit. Danny Whitler. Anyway, <laughs> the funniest part was I don't think too many people know this, but I had a good fucking time with it. Yeah. Well, I left. Okay. Um, I didn't talk to the media that day when it all came out. <clears throat> See, I only get to tell I only got to tell Kingy. Oh, I didn't okay. even get to tell the boys because it all came out too quick. I only saw him, Fuck. and I wanted to tell all them, which yeah. was going to be the next day, and then it all came out. So I just left it. Yeah, that's. I fair. drove out of the academy in that Wakehurst Parkway. Two cars followed me straight away. I was on a chase down through Manly. Yeah. Um, I don't know if anyone knows the road too well. You might. Mm. You go towards the spit. Mm. I lost them on there by swerving in between two buses. Oh, spewing straight out of an action film. Um, Fast and Furious. Yeah, and I was loving every minute of it when I got rid of them. <laughs> I was just like, "You bunch of dickheads!" I was describing to the media manager. Mm. He's like, "Yeah, that's him and him." Yeah, I go, "Well, they just bloody chase me." Can you tell us off off the record when we're done recording who oh, it was? I don't remember who they ah, are. Okay. I can tell you the cars though. <laughs> so then I went away around there and then we literally, I was parked up at uh, North Head for a bit. So yep. I had to stay there for four mm. hours while the um, everything died down. And yeah. the uh, media manager actually went to check my house if no one was there before I could go home. Yeah. Wow. So all that happened because <clears throat> because I made a few bets that didn't even win me any money. And, and wasn't even manly related other than Todd. Wow. I, just, I can understand the... Um, you know, repercussions that you received if you'd had bet on manly games, mm. you know, or tried to match fix, but no, you didn't. Or so, like first try scorer for yourself. Yeah, or something like, like that. There what was the no f- match fixing? That's like that. so shit. Another funny story to it yeah. is um, down the grapevine, um, someone high up actually said um, if if you ended up being top try scorer by betting on yourself, I'd tell all my players to do it. <laughs> hey, no, I thought that was it's hilarious. good motivation. I, I thought reckon. that was hilarious. The thing was, no, but the thing is, I didn't give a shit about it. It was kind of, and it sounds bad. And, but I'd rather sound bad. You weren't in the wrong from what we're hearing. I'd rather right? sound bad as a gambler than someone who's trying to shift games and shit exactly. like that. So what yeah. I did was I'd just put it on because I like looking at odds. Mm. So it comes from the accounting thing a bit. Yep. I like looking at odds and it's like 10 bucks on 10 buck, on 10, um, 10 leg multi. Yeah. Which if anyone knows 10 leg multis, that's how many you put in when you're like <laughs> desperate and shit like that. Yeah. You try and build it up to 100 to 1, 50 to 1, you put yep. 10 bucks on. That is all I did. I didn't even realize what I did and how many I did, which yeah. sounds bad as a gambler. <laughs> yeah. But who gives a shit? Because once I did that, I stopped gambling. I'm fine. Yeah, 100%. Mm. But the way that it all got betrayed is that, you know, how I was actually focusing on that or that would affect my performance or anything like that. <laughs> I completely forgot about it. Yeah. You're like, hang on, I did this how many months ago? <laughs> yeah, exa- exactly. Exactly right. And it just goes to show how shit I am at gambling and also how shit I am at rugby league, like, like knowing rugby league. So yeah. You're sucked. like, I didn't know I couldn't bet. I sucked at it. No, no, no. It wasn't oh. that. Well, I didn't really read it, but oh. it just didn't sink to me. Do you know what I mean? So yeah. and because I didn't focus on it, it didn't affect my performances. I wasn't even thinking about it. Yeah. It was a shock when I found out. Mm. So yeah. So that's just basically my side of it. And, yeah. Uh, no, that's yeah. fair. Thank you for telling us that because... As we all know, the media definitely portrays the wrong side of stuff 90% of the time when it comes to sport and rugby league and fuck me dead. Like- yeah, I remember when it first came out and the deal they were making about it, I thought that you had like bet on yourself or something like that and that's why you got in so much trouble. But like, it doesn't seem like any harm was done no, in the end. Just put a few bets on, like, should be allowed to, shouldn't mm. you? Anyway. Well, I don't know. The way I would have thought it would have been better than to sack me for the year and obviously this is me talking, so yeah. take it with a grain of salt. Yeah. 
But wouldn't you think it'd be better to go and help other people through it or like do mm. some kind of community thing? Yeah, like go to Gamblers Anonymous and help them out or something. Whatever. Yeah. Whatever. If I did actually have a problem, no, then no, no, I mean, like maybe go you go it. and talk to them or something, yeah, you know? Yeah. But that didn't happen. But even like help the game out somewhere. Yeah. Because I just got shafted for the year. Or maybe like a week off or two weeks and, and doing that thing. Yeah. But fuck. But I just got, um, what happened that year? You got a straight got, up raw end. I just got flogged that year. And nothing else really happened good oh. out of it. So Well, you then went on to the following year in 2015 and getting the match-winning try in the Anzac Day against the Storm, <laughs> bitter rival of the team. What was that like coming back after that bloody debacle in 2014 into 2015 and getting that? Yeah, that was um, that was good, that. Um, I don't know. Like it, it was a pretty shit year that year. Um, it ended up with the last second or third last game I played in reserve grade. I popped my shoulder oh. or did the other end of it. So oh, I got yep. pushed out the back. Mm. So different, but yeah. But um, yeah, it was good to get back playing that game. But um, yeah, it just felt a bit hollow because mm. it didn't. It felt like I was a last resort okay. mm. to playing that game. And that was the same. I think on in honest in, in all honesty, I think um, I wouldn't have been playing first grade in 14 even if I did. Oh, okay. um, didn't get suspended. So oh, yeah. yeah, it was pretty rough finishing off that way. And I... In like I only got I only re-signed in November one of thirteen, wow. so I was off contract all the way through the grand final and even all the way up to the end. And just go touching on something else because I like yeah, to talk about there's um all that shit that happened with Dean Ritchie or whoever the fuck it was at the Daily Telegraph yeah. saying that I was missing in that. Oh yeah, mm. yeah. I was on the fucking couch in Dy <laughs> the whole time. Nice. You weren't yeah. in one of the caves. You didn't go walkabout or anything like that. It was my own cave. Yeah. <laughs> um, I wish the I would man cave. I wish I would have walked about. I would have seen something. <laughs> yeah. um, but then they made a big deal about me not rocking up to a um, a, uh, a yearly, yearly review. <laughs> in the eight years that I played there, we mm. never had a yearly review ever, <laughs> not once. We went mad Dean Ritchie, fuck we went off. Mad Monday, and then you had six weeks off. Yep. Or they would work backwards off the um, yep. uh, Christmas break. And we never had one. So to say that I wasn't, I was, they were looking for me or whatever, no one tried to find me at my place or whatever. So, and then just made this massive debacle of all this shit. So that was a crock oh, as well. Yeah, shit. Finding yeah, out a lot. Finding paper. out a lot. I love it. I'm loving it. <laughs> Juicy. Fuck. Um, but we've... yeah, you did, um, though, on a high note, get to kind of have a fairy tale end to your footy career. It didn't like dissipate. And the last we saw of you was in 2014 after that whole gambling thing um you did come back for a few cameo appearances in 2015 and like cj said you did score a match-winning try in a game at amy park on mm. Day against the storm so in my opinion that's a fantastic way to pretty much end your career in rugby league it was a good way it was a good um good trip that one me and um blake leary went to the dawn service okay in victoria or in melbourne it is massive. Yeah. Mm. It is huge. It was awesome. So we went to that the day of and then played that night. Yeah, wow. So that was um that was pretty cool. Put a lot of things in perspective when you go watch one of them. When mm. you start to realise exactly well not realise, but you yeah. bring front of mind exactly what everyone went through. So it was actually a good way to go out, so to speak, but yeah. Not exactly the best way you wanted to spend yeah. your career when you spend eight years and you only play 103 games. Yeah, well, I mean, some players don't even get to 100. True. So that's an amazing... It's 103 more than I've played. <laughs> more than us combined. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, I mean, on that note, I think we'll we'll finish up the, the chinwag. It's been an absolute pleasure chatting with you. Do you have any last things you want to say to David? Oh, well, I did want to show him yes. before, um, before we got off the air. Airwaves, um, yes. Believe it or not, we have actually met once before. Uh, um, 
you were how it? old? Eight years ago. Eight so years ago. It geez. was during the 2013 preseason. Yep. And yourself, Jason King, George Tafua, and young Michael Cheekham came up to the Central Coast because I think you were going to play a trial game against the Roosters at Blue, uh, Blue Tongue Stadium. And you did kind of like a training fan greet, meet and greet day at Soldiers Beach. And mm. I live in Tookley. So yeah. um, being a Sustained little sorry. young Manly fan, um, that was like only a couple of minutes away. So my dad took me down and we did the whole day. We did like those leather things and stuff like that. And, <laughs> and like ladder things. Passing the, passing the ball through the hole. Yeah, you know, when the ladders are laid No, out, no, I get it. It's ball, just the yeah, arm ladder. Thing. I know yeah. you can't do it with your feet, but ladder. I know, yeah. No one can see under the table. I was, I was tapping on feet there. Oh, that's, awesome. <laughs> that's a workout in the studio. Um, but I wanted to show you this before we went off air. And I'm sure, CJ, would you be able to put like a. I'll, a I'll pop it up on the, the episode. Yep, of course I can. It's a photo of the four of us. And little don't, Angus, don't mind your fresh face. You are clean shaven in this, but have a look at the and Angus's that's little standing. fresh face, little chubby oh, brace faced, <laughs> manly cap, chubby boy, about half your height. <laughs> <laughs> All the boys there. That is outstanding. Yes, the double thumbs too. I know, right? I, I was just that stoked. I remember that trip actually. You yeah. do? Yeah. Wow. I was, it was like when you were doing the signing at the end of it and I asked if I could get like a photo from behind the table and all the boys were like, no, no, we'll just get one around you and we'll do it like out, out in the open where we can all just get a... And Jason That's actually right. offered you, you to, to lean over the table. Yeah. yeah. And Jason actually offered you a um, spot to sit with the team during the trial game. Yeah, because he heard from my dad that we were going to the trial game and... Um, Jason actually said, well, if it's, it's there's not going to be a big crowd there. It's a trial game. If you want to, we know your face now. You can come sit with us in the dugout. But me being young, anxious stupid and boy. anxious little boy, I was just like, oh, I think I'll be bothering them. So I didn't actually end up going. But I'm oh, glad mate. I got that souvenir regardless. And I'm glad after all these years, it's, it's nice to meet you again. Pleasure. <laughs> Pleasure. I wish you'd come sit in the dugout. I was probably hanging out there myself. Yeah. Spent half my time there. <laughs> I think they had a reserved seat for me. Oh, just sit in that yeah. straight up. <laughs> just a picture of a wolf on it. And yeah, like, this one's it's the today. hairy couch. That'd be, <laughs> that'd be awesome, <laughs> mate. You need to get that in. You need to get that in your man cave. Oh, 100%. percent. Um, we'll invest. And yes. With with that on note, or you know, last sort of topic, is there anything you want to plug or promote or want to talk about? No, I spoke about my business. Um, Thanks for having me. No, this has been you. fantastic. <laughs> a lot of that stuff I actually haven't talked through with anyone. So oh, wow. It's, it's good, actually. So we've got a bit of an exclusive, Final you could say. Exclusive. You do, actually. <laughs> no, one, no one's ever touched on the Both on the 14 stuff, or I really haven't. Sorry if it was if it brought up of uh, triggering memories, by the way. No, not at all. I've said before. It's um, it's actually, I went on um, <clears throat> I went on Denon Kemp's one. Uh, yeah, locker room. I, yeah, I watched that the other day, yeah. Yeah. He's um, he's one, he got me on. He, he said, oh, you know, he whatever his deal is or whatever like that. And I said this, and it's, it was actually refreshing just to get a lot of this shit off my chest. Yeah. Because there's a lot of stuff in there that he focused on. Um, we'll link that episode in the description to anyone who yeah. wants to watch that. So it's it basically touched on the same kind of stuff, but um, definitely didn't talk about 14. I think he wanted to hold away from that, just being an mm. ex-player and shit. But yeah. um, a lot of the stuff, even when I spoke to him two years ago, mm. it just I've still been learning and shit like that about the whole psychology of stuff. No, and that's good. Even about myself. So it's um, it's always refreshing to... It's actually more refreshing. It's to, cathartic to talk about it, isn't it? Yeah. yeah. So it's good to get all this stuff out. And uh, yeah, thanks for the opportunity. No, thank you. No worries, thank Sweet you. Sweet as. It's been an um, absolute honour to meet you. Pleasure. <laughs> 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 Hello, it's still recording. Hello, it's still recording. I'm singing a little song. I can see it on the screen.